0: the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram. Book. Visit my website it's recovery radio kmb3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbitbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere in the Very grateful. I have no desire to drink today. One of the big reasons I'm so comfortable in my own skin today is because I'm Very clear on The fact that I am Equal To all Don't feel better than anyone I don't feel worse than anyone either took me a long time to arrive at a place even similar to what I'm describing, but that's what the 12 steps have done in my life. I have noticed that when I talk about what I'm talking about right now with people, And they hear me say, the steps have changed my life. What they hear is very different than what I'm saying. What I mean by that is to many people I know, the steps mean calling a sponsor every day, going to a meeting every day. Kind of, as weird as it is to say, kind of A lot of times seems to mean to people you bite your tongue and you improve a little as a person. That sounds nuts. But that's the impression I get often is that the steps to a lot of people just mean like I'm not really changing, I'm changing my behavior but i'm not really changing my insights my insights have changed dramatically i don't i go to a meeting every day but i don't relate to much of what i hear cuz i'm not i'm not um don't know I don't alter the recipe that's in the book at all I'm so grateful for the message that I have I don't add anything to it or take anything from it it's that simple that's why I'm having this experience I don't add anything and I don't take anything away My experience that matters significantly might not seem like it does. But. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. And. Um, have some exciting things coming up. I'm not going to talk about them too much anymore because I used to do that and then things would not pan out or take longer than I thought. And I was saying next week and this week and this is going to happen and this is going to happen. There are things that are going to happen. But pretty cool. Anyways. Um, Before I get into it today, I will say again, there are some sarcastic big book Zoom meetings that happen every week. I do not go. I have not been. But if you want any of the codes, email me, sarcasticbigbook at Gmail. Sometimes I post the information in my story on Instagram. But I understand they are a lot of fun. One of them is tonight. It's on Sundays and Thursdays, the ones that are in the U.S. anyways. So today I just wanted to share with you something that I have dumbed down for myself that has helped me tremendously. And it is about fear and about how my life is not run on fear today. And why is that? Why am I not afraid? Why am I not making decisions based on fear anymore? Fears crop up, but they do not last because the tools that are in the big book actually work really well in my experience. And, um, I want to talk about, so want to share with you the really dumbed down way I have arrived from being consumed with fear and being afraid of everything, not thinking I was afraid of everything, but I was, um, how I got where I'm at this morning, as I sit here, where I am dreading literally nothing. And this is how it happened for me. So first of all, part one was I didn't think that I was afraid of everything, but I was, but I didn't see it. So the first part for me was seeing it. And that took some time. This is part one. Part one is, for me, was arriving at a place where I could see reality. The reality of the situation was I was afraid. My whole life was run on fear. I was afraid of being alone. I was afraid of being in a relationship. I was afraid of what people thought about me. I was afraid of confrontation. I was afraid to share in meetings. I was afraid to leave meetings. I was afraid to sponsor people. I was afraid to have social interactions. I was afraid um, of doing it wrong. I was afraid of um, God. I was afraid of drinking again. I was afraid of not drinking again. (laughs) I was afraid of The unknown, I was afraid of, I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. I was afraid of arriving somewhere early. I was afraid of arriving somewhere late. I was afraid of missing something. I was afraid of thinking about something wrong. I was just my whole, that was the fuel that drove Everything And I didn't know it I thought fear I'm not really afraid (laughs) I really did And Doing steps three and four Exactly as they're outlined in the big book Whereas You understand step three Make a decision to turn your will over to This power you don't know what it is But you then launch and immediately get yourself unblocked and then immediately start applying this fear. I guess it's called a fear prayer where I live, but this this tool where I ask God to remove my fear and then to direct my attention to what he would have me be. And then I back that up with unselfish, constructive action immediately. That's a lot. That's different than praying. And then just staying in fear or talking about the fear, calling somebody, discussing the fear, rehearsing the fear. So when I did all this and I started to practice that, um, I started to see how often I was afraid. So I got more honest with myself, more was revealed and I, got, I started to see that fear really was like a pair of glasses I had on. I looked at everything through that lens. Just being afraid of what people are going to say and think and do is overwhelming. All of that was the result of being attached to how things were supposed to turn out, what people were supposed to say, how they were supposed to feel, what they were, I mean, it's just, it was a lot of attempting to control. So part one was seeing that I actually was afraid. Part two was starting to practice this simple thing where, okay, okay. As soon as I realize I'm afraid, ask God to remove it, and then direct my attention to something else, and then get out of self. That's simple, but it's a lot. That changed me. Practicing that. Imagine if you're playing guitar, like you don't pick up the guitar and just start shredding. You have to practice it. If right now you've never played an instrument, and you went to a guitar teacher, and they handed you a guitar, and you were just expected to just pick it up and start kicking ass with it, that'd be weird. It's no different. Started practicing this and practicing it and practicing it. And today, the dumbed down way I look at all of this and the way I apply it today, because so much of it has become a working part of my mind, just like the book says, so much of it for me is... just had to dumb it down. So this is how I look at it today. My understanding of the 12 steps, because it says in the big book, we're going to search out the self. We're going to look for the self that blocks us from God. We're going to ask God to remove the self that blocks us from God. Then it says, fear, fear is a manifestation of self. So what it looks like for me today is when I notice a thought that I have or an action that is springing from fear I think to myself, that is self, and then I kill it as quickly as possible. And then I move on to something. I look for an action or a thought that springs from love. And I do something. That's it. And they come up a lot less. used to be like I would just be shooting at them all day. Go away, go away, go away. That's fear, that's selfish, that's fear, that's selfish. I'm like, you know, there's a lot, but now it's just not as a result of practice. Um, it doesn't come up a ton. I mean it does, but not a ton, comparatively speaking. And they're just easy to wipe out now. I'll give you an example. me driving the other day I was driving somewhere my wife and I got this intuitive thought let's go do let's go here let's go do this and there was no self attached to it there was no fear attached to it it wasn't because I wanted attention it wasn't because I wanted to ask somebody for a favor it wasn't because I wanted to look good or sound good or something it wasn't coming from any of that which is all fear it was coming from a place of love So However spontaneous it was And however out of the blue it seemed I trusted it Completely And so we changed our plans And we did this thing And it turned out to be We ran into somebody We hadn't seen in about 15 years And it was pretty wild What happened The other side of that is when I see a thought that is springing from fear. I don't trust it at all. I disregard it. I watch it go by. And I think of something else. Just practicing these things. Has transformed me quite a bit. All right. That's it. I haven't been very funny lately, I don't think. I do have a new male modelling school that I'm starting. Um <sighs> I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, I will a little bit. Go to w dot sober sex gods with a Z dot Gov and the extra W's are for, whoa, wow, wow. Because I look so good in the pictures. <laughs> ah, I should have stopped. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm out of here. I'll give a shout out to... Uh, Richard, I want to give a shout-out to uh, John Barleycorn, and give a shout-out to uh, my BFF. And if anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything is okay, and I do not know why my life is saved. Go, try to live life, it's worth saving.